This is the Live Your Edge podcast, episode 37. What's up, guys? Today we'll be talking to no other than Neil Patel. Neil is the co founder of Crazy Egg, Hello Bar, and Kiss Metrics. He helps companies like Amazon, NBC, GM, HP, and Viacom grow their revenue. The Wall Street Journal calls him a top influencer on the web. Forbes says he's one of the top 10 online marketers. And Entrepreneur Magazine says he's created one of the 100 most brilliant companies in the world. He was recognized as a top 100 entrepreneur under age of 30 by... He was recognized as a top 100 entrepreneur under the age of 30 by President Obama and one of the top 100 entrepreneurs under the age of 35 by the United Nations. Neil has also been awarded the Congressional Recognition from the United States House of Representatives. So today, we will be talking about the importance of video and YouTube. How you can start a YouTube channel and slowly build up a following through that. Finally, we'll be talking about sales funnels and how you can optimize yours. Really excited for this interview. Please welcome and joining me in welcoming Neil Patel. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Live Your Edge podcast. I'm here with Neil Patel. Um, great to have you on the show, Neil. Yeah, thanks for having me. Many of the listeners today probably know who you are. And if those that don't, um, why don't you share a little bit about how you got started and your story of how you got here? Sure. So back in the day, I was trying to find a job. I was on a site called monster.com. And I wasn't qualified for any of the high paying jobs. They all required a college degree, certifications, all this kind of stuff. Keep in mind back then I was much younger. College degrees were uh, much more required to get a job than they are now. And this was roughly, Ooh, 19 years ago. So it was a long time ago. So I created a website, you know, while I was on that job website, I was just like, wait, this monster.com makes a ton of money. I can't find a job, but let's create a job board that helps other people find a job. Wasn't the smartest idea. I saw that they were making a ton of money because they're publicly traded at the time. So then I decided to go down that route, created a job site, got little to no traffic. And then I learned that, hey, you actually have to do something called marketing to get traffic. Like people just don't come to your site. And that's how I got my start. I got good at getting traffic to my own site. I failed miserably at making money. I was good at the traffic side. And then eventually what I did is I just started doing marketing for other people because I was good at that, but I sucked at the monetization. Oh, I see. So where, what stage are you at now in your, in your business? Like where do you see yourself in the next couple of years? So I have an ad agency called Neil Patel Digital. Um, in addition to that, I have an SMB agency called NPXL. Uh, we've been expanding global. 
globally and we're going to continue to do that over the next few years have an awesome marketing tool that i love called uber suggest it's free everyone should check it out it helps you get more traffic and just continually growing and expanding that stuff okay we'll put that uh, the link to that in the notes uh so today we want to talk uh more about video and funnels as it's something uh, uh I feel like video is getting a very even more popular today with um, new IGTV and also with the expansion of um, online courses. And there's a lot of ads out there. You see a lot of people, they have their funnels. You don't know who's actually doing well and who is just kind of just spending money on the marketing and not getting any results out of it. Uh, so let's just dive right into video. I know that you have over 400,000 subscribers on YouTube. So how kind of run us through how do you get started with with that sure so youtube's algorithm is substantially different than most of the social networks so let's first go over how youtube works and then we'll go into how you can get started so youtube's a bit different like traditional seo you don't rank well in the short run and then over time your rankings climb youtube if your video does really well in the first 24 hours you'll do well for the next you know three months, six months, a year with that video theory. But if your video does crap in the first 24 hours, it's really hard to get that video to become popular. So you got to push it hard, whether that's push notifications, email blasts, anything to push it really hard. Now here's the thing, what we've noticed with the YouTube algorithm, if it's unrealistic, like I have a big email list and all of a sudden there's just a ton of people going and watching the videos, Sometimes they think it's bot traffic, so they don't count all the views. So you got to stagger the deliverability. So it happens over hours versus minutes. So that, that'll help your rankings as well in your view count. Then from there, you just need to do basic optimization. You need to put wow. keywords in your title, your description. You can use tools like Ubersuggest to figure out what keywords are hot. You then also want to do things like Upload an SRT file. I know YouTube automatically transcribes the videos, but if you upload an SRT file, you can use services like rev.com. You'll get higher rankings in YouTube and get the evergreen traffic than if you didn't do that. Your videos also need to be at least five minutes in length. Doesn't have to be more than 10 minutes, um, but we found like seven to 10 minute videos working really well. In the past, it used to be five minute videos worked really well, but they want more watch time now. And YouTube's algorithm is all about keeping people on YouTube. So if you drive them off mm. your site, to collect emails and all this stuff at the beginning, it's going to hurt you. So th those are some just basics with YouTube. And then once you do that, it's not too complicated, but once you do that, then the key is set up your profile, have really good images, and just really the secret sauce is pushing within the first 24 hours, but not too fast. Because if it all happens in the first minute of the video going live, they're going to think it's a lot of traffic. So you mentioned about uh, staggering the traffic you have people coming in through your maybe your mailing list um in the first hour and then maybe a few hours later you're, you're sharing it on social or how how would you stagger that well uh, with youtube i just push it out there and then at the same time i'll upload the video on facebook and all the other social networks out there okay so i i, I don't wait i use the same video on all the channels now of course i re-upload them i wouldn't share the youtube link on facebook Okay, so would there be a different format of the video on the different channels? No, IGTV takes long videos, YouTube does, LinkedIn under 10 minutes, uh, Facebook, you know, it's all the same. Okay, with the difference, uh, IGTV probably you have the bars on the top and the bottom, right? Correct. Okay. 
And how would IGTV differ? Because you mentioned YouTube is very different from the other social media channels. IGTV and Facebook, you'll get a short burst. After that, you get very little traction. Okay. So it's just how appealing is the videos to your followers like it. That's the stuff that matters with IGTV and Facebook, but you won't get that long tail, long-term traffic. Okay. So the strategy is really, I mean, you're still going to put it out there, but uh, it's just the traffic's going to die. It's all the headline. It's IG and Facebook. It's all about the headline, making sure people want to click. They find it appealing. Uh, as they say, eight out of 10 people will read your headline. Only two out of 10 will click through and read the rest. So it is copy. Um, and then it is engagement with Facebook and Instagram, not necessarily likes or hearts. It is comments more than anything else with those two networks. So every time you get a comment, respond. That helps. Uh, every time you do a video, ask people to leave a comment. We found that to help. Um, but you don't want to just say, ah, leave a comment, you know, because uh, if you force it, I do believe their algorithms are getting smarter and smarter, but are they able to detect it? Um, so you more so need to like weave it in there, make it blend in, be super natural. Like if I'm doing a video on PageSpeed, I'm like, have you ever used Google PageSpeed? Let me know with a yes or no below. But they don't even want the yeses or no's. They want like detailed comments. Okay, so now the algorithm will sort through all this, um, maybe spots and, and things like that. Correct. Uh, okay. So it's it, it, so what you're saying is it's getting a lot harder to really grow a page from zero nowadays if you don't oh, know what you're... It's always going to get harder, but yeah, there's also more people on these social networks, which helps, so it all helps. And if it's not preferable to redirect traffic out uh, from YouTube out to other sites, how would you um, get people to take action from YouTube and maybe participate in some of your other um, channels or you know, potentially send them to your website? Yeah, I, I would do the call to actions in the video and tell them to go to this URL, that page. Even if they don't click, that is super effective. Even with Instagram, we're finding people are actually going to the URLs. Like if, if I'm doing this podcast interview, it's video, it goes on YouTube. I'm like, go to neilpatel.com slash ubersuggest. I am finding that it works at least when I post content on IGTV or Facebook or YouTube. And there's no link, but still we're seeing traction from it. Okay. And how long did it take you for to sort of reach a point where the traffic is starting to mount up? So you know, from your YouTube channel, from when you started, how long, how many, you know, how much time did it take for you to really like bring in a one year, time? one year. Most people aren't patient. It's a long game. It's not a short game. If you're expecting to do well on YouTube or Instagram yeah. or Facebook in a short run, it's not going to happen. Well, one year from, from where, from zero or from, from zero. Okay. And you have to be consistent. Most people will do it for a month and be like, oh, it's not working. And then they stop and then they get back to it and then they stop. After a year, they're like, oh, this doesn't work. Well, it's like you didn't consistently do it every single week for a whole year. So you do one video a week per uh, three. three. Wow. How, how do you manage your time so that you can put out three videos a, a week? I record them in bulk. Okay. So you do them like, like 10, 20, 30 videos at once and then you... Correct. Correct. Oh, I see. What tools would you recommend to uh, to grow your channel? I know there's a post on that. Uh, you wrote a post on that. Um, 
vidIQ vid is great. Uh, I use that a lot. Um, that's the main one I've used for my YouTube. Okay, vidIQ. How would someone best blend that with their personal brand? So they want to give out content um, you know, related to their expertise. At the same time, they also want to um, grow their brand, maybe their business. How, how the two work together? Yeah, it always works together in almost all cases because think of it this way. If you're filming a video on podcasting or marketing or starting up as a new entrepreneur, you're branding your business and you're branding yourself. You're in the video and you're talking about what you're an expert at, which helps you with your personal branding. And of course, you're talking about your business. So when I do a YouTube video or any video, I talk about myself. I talk about giving tips, helping people out. So that's branding me as an expert in theory. And then I'll tell people to check out things like my ad agency, you know, if you need help with X, Y, and Z. Um, and that also helps drive leads. So a good example is if I do a marketing video on how to rank higher on Google, at the end, I can wrap it up with like, look, if you're struggling to rank higher on Google, you can check out my ad agency uh, and I'll drop the name, Neil Patel Digital. Uh, and uh, if you have any questions, you can leave a comment below and I'll do my best to answer. Got it. And what do, you, what do you think would be the biggest mistakes people make when they, when they start out with this? The, the biggest mistake people make when they start out with this is they try to monetize and worry about that too early. Second biggest mistake is people aren't consistent. Okay. So you, you believe like as long as you're consistent, eventually you probably get some you know, traction. If you're doing all the right things, sure. If yeah. you're consistent, you don't do any of the right stuff that we talked about today. No, you're not going to do well. Got it. Now I want to quickly jump onto sort of like uh, the funnels side because I have a um, number of friends that are, including myself, we have online courses. And then uh, what do you think um, is really the key driver for bringing traffic into these funnels and having them convert? Like well, actually convert for their freebie and then moving them towards the value ladder to actually buy something from you. Yeah, so the key with the funnel is you collect emails first, and then from there you push them into a product and service, right? So whatever you're getting from it, email, you're giving a webinar or ebook, whatever it may be. The key is from there you drive them to a video or a webinar, whatever you want, and the key is to educate. And at the same time, as you educate, talk about how they can get more, how you can automate some of the stuff, make it easier for them, whatever it may be with your product or service that you're selling. So what would, what would a ratio look like, you know, for the amount of education to uh, in the beginning to uh, when you start to pitch them? If I have a one hour video or webinar, I would educate for 40 minutes and pitch for 20. Okay. And how about for like an email sequence, like how many, how many emails do you think, you know, in your experience uh, before you start? Uh, how many emails? It's about sending emails when you should. So you can send three, four, five, six emails on the front end to get people to watch a video or whatever. But what most people make a mistake is they don't have emails in the right place, such as sending an email when people watch half the video and they don't, you wanted to come back and watch the rest. Or when they watch the whole video and then they don't buy, you would send them a different email. It's about segmenting and sending people the right emails at the right time. It's not, you know, everyone's like, oh, copy, copy, copy. Yes, copy makes a huge difference. 
But the first step is sending the right emails at the right time. And then from there, you can tweak and work on the copy. So the whole idea is to map out exactly uh, what the customer is doing at what time and based on their behavior, you would target them with specific emails. So what, what tool would you use for that? Keep, which I believe is also known as Infusionsoft. Okay. Um, is that's like a few hundred a month or something like that? That sort of software? I think so. Yeah. You can also use Drip. Okay. HubSoftWorks as well, Marketo. And what do you think about software like uh, ClickFunnels? Yeah, you can actually use ClickFunnels too, but that's even more expensive than a few hundred bucks. I think it's a thousand dollars, right? Well, for the entire, I believe for the entire uh, suite of products. Yeah, ClickFunnels is great. And you can get stuff up so much faster. I wish when I was starting off, ClickFunnels was around. It would have made my life easier. <laughs> did, they, did, did they get your testimonial from, from you eventually? <laughs> that, uh, I, I, I bet that would do a lot for them. I don't use ClickFunnels, but yeah, it is a good product. Okay. But if someone were to start um, a funnel today, what what would you recommend them? Infusionsoft, you know, for managing uh, the emails? I would actually recommend ClickFunnels. Oh, you recommend ClickFunnels. Okay. It's easier. It's all in one. It'll even do the emailing for you. Okay. And what do you think some of the problems you think uh, people make when they uh, set you mentioned before, like monetizing too early and, um, but well, we're just, yeah. with, with the funnel, it's just driving traffic. Most people do it through paid traffic. Okay. Facebook ads, Outbrain, Taboola, Google ads, YouTube ads. Uh, that's how most people are driving traffic to their funnel. And, um, we know that it's getting more expensive for like you know, Facebook ads and, uh, Instagram ads. So, we know that we also know that uh, in LinkedIn ads are really expensive, and so are YouTube ads. But are those also really uh, they're getting better, like more um, popularity now because of the driving cost of uh, Facebook ads? Well, yeah, it's, it's getting more expensive, but it works. Their ads are getting more expensive because people are willing to pay more due to the fact that it does work, right? Hmm. Do you think that sometimes people overcomplicate those? Um, those, you know, the funnel steps, they use too many different tools or too many different. Uh, <laughs> they complicate it. They think they're like, oh, my coffee's not perfect or my design's not perfect. It's like, just get it out there and see what happens and go from there. Okay. So if you, if there's one crucial thing that uh, would, if you change that, it would make a huge difference in the conversion rate. What would that be? Like you, you mentioned copy, you mentioned the, uh, um, education, email, uh, traffic, etc. Sure, I would be showing the right emails at the right time. It also has like a webinar formula. Check that out. Yeah, perfect webinar or something like that. Yeah. Of course, if your webinar sucks, you're not going to convert as well. If your sales copy sucks as well, it's not going to convert as well. All those things are important. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty decent at those, so for me, it's usually emails at the right place, right time. From what I see, most people making these, okay. but most people should check out his per, uh, perfect webinar formula. So in terms of webinar, like, um, do you, I, I know Russell Brunson talks about doing them live until you get really good at, good at them. I agree. Um, and you, you agree, right? What, 
what is something that you thought mattered to you, um, but later you realized that it didn't have much of an effect? I used to always strive to make things amazing before I released them, and now I don't care. Okay. I'll release stuff with bugs. I'm a big believer execution is more important than perfection. So even if there's bugs that you don't end up fixing, it's, it's fine. Just put it out there. If you're a $10 billion company, probably not, but yes. And when you're small and starting off, like most of your audience, I would say get it out there. Who cares if there's some bugs? Okay. What is a non-negotiable daily habit that you have that makes you successful, particularly in marketing, online marketing? Um, I always experiment. I read and look for experiments every single day. I, don't, I believe I don't know everything. I believe I can learn more. Uh, I believe that no one has the right answer. You need to experiment to really figure it out. What works for one business won't always work for others. Yes. So what was one of the big ex experiments you ever had, you ever made in your life? Uh, the biggest was probably Uber Suggest. I released a marketing tool for free that other people normally would charge for. And the traffic just grew. It got 1.8 million visits last month. Nice. Mainly for Uber suggest? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Last of all, I want to really appreciate you uh, taking the time uh, to come on this uh, interview, uh, Neil. Um, your, your insights was, uh, you know, there's a lot of wealth of information. In just a short time, you were able to share, you know, things that uh, people can just, might take years of trial and error, but you just <laughs> just told us like, okay, this is what I believe in. This is um, this is uh, to get started is what you do. Um, what is any last sort of piece of uh, advice you have for our listeners today? Last piece of advice for any listeners is, um, you know, when you're. Look, when you're starting off and you're going out there and you're trying to succeed, you're going to make mistakes, especially when you're early on. And you're not going to always know what the right thing to do is. You could try to watch podcasts or videos or listen to podcasts. That's good. You know, it'll help. But the real secret is avoid making the same mistake over and over again. It's inevitable that you're going to make a mistake and multiples of them. But if you avoid making the same ones over and over again, eventually, You'll be down a path on you'll have nothing left to do other than the right things hmm. is there a process that you go through when you when you identify to identify the things that uh, you did wrong and how to avoid making them again i don't uh i, I personally just think about it in my head like why did i go wrong where did i fail i make a mental note and i try not to do it again i have a decent memory uh, but for some people, they need to write it down, think about it for an hour or two, get some feedback from other people, and then they try to avoid repeat. Okay, got it. So if people want to learn more about you, where can they uh, find your site and everything? I know. Uh, neilpatel.com. And my ad agency is Neil Patel Digital. And then you also have a YouTube channel, Twitter, and... Um... Yeah, you can find them all in the footer of neilpatel.com. All right, and I'll also put them in the show notes. Yeah. That's it. Thank you for having me. Uh, great having you on the show, Neil. And I um, hope our listeners got lots of, lots of value. I'll see you all on the next week's episode.
Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. You can find more episodes every Tuesday. If you haven't done so, please subscribe for more updates as they come. Until next time.